Yo, what's good? It's your boy, SP Report 706, a.k.a. Southreach 706. This is the Dirtburn Nation Report, the unofficial official podcast about Twitter. We have our usual hosts, uh, Gift Queen and the Don, and we have a special guest, so introduce yourself. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, CC Ride, attacking that ass 27. You can catch me on YouTube, be uh, shooting videos on YouTube uh, every week. Uh... We're a little Falcons take, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. So we are now the two and four Atlanta Falcons, fourth in the NFC South. So I mean we're we're making strides. We're still in last place in the NFC South, but I mean, you know, uh, one game at a time. So I we're gonna get right into it. So win. Like how did you how did you feel watching the game? How do you feel about the win? How do you feel about the prospect for us, you know, maybe even sniffing the playoffs? Well, right now, uh the Atlanta Falcons, they two and four. So right now, I think they bit they making a bit scribe, you know what I'm saying? Especially defense. I think the defense uh last week got a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? The communication got a little bit better. And um they just need to continue making them scribes, man. It was a good win. Uh Matt Ryan, I mean Matt Ryan doing Matt Ryan, you know what I'm saying? Matt Ryan is playing at an MV. He level right now, to tell you the truth. But uh, but uh, yeah. But he's not gonna get the credit he deserved because we losing games at the same time. So uh, Matt Ryan doing a pretty good job, just uh, passing around the ball. Austin Hooper doing a good job. I mean, Matt Ryan, Sanu, man, they doing a good job offensively. But uh, yeah, you know how they go. Yeah, man, that defense is trash. But on trash offense, on top of trash. Top right, on top man. Of trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this this offense is doing pretty good. Um, pretty pissed that they couldn't score in the second half, but the offense was banging that shit out uh, at the yeah. beginning. So it feels good to finally get a win, even though we were like uh, about three seconds from losing this game. So three seconds, oh my god! Legit, like man, if these if Jackson caught that shit, it'd have been over. <laughs> like I was about to be I, so pissed, I was about to throw my phone and everything and flip over a table. Like, bro, are you kidding? Losing like this? So I, I wouldn't have been surprised so if we lost like that. At this right. point. I'm like, yep, yeah, well, but. Falcons, uh, falconing. I tweeted out that the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers out falconed the Falcons. So I'm glad they did it because that that would have been that have been crazy. Somebody would have got fired. Well, I mean, somebody did get fired. Mike Smith, Mike our Smith? former head coach. Yeah. <laughs> Shot the hip, like yo, like, come on. Man. Like, Every time the Bucks face the Falcons, somebody always get fired. <laughs> like that don't that don't make any sense because I'm pretty sure if they win the game, they don't fire him. But like I feel, I kind of feel bad for him because Mike Mike Smith was a great guy, uh, still is the most winningest head coach in Falcons history. So All right. uh, yeah. shout out to him. But I mean, it is what it is. So, but my feelings on the W, I'm just still like I said, I think two episodes ago, I'm just numb at this point. It just is what it is. Like I, I don't get excited. <laughs> I don't get mad. I'm just like, all right, let's let's see what happens next week. Let's see, let's all see right. who can get injured this this week because exactly. every week is somebody new. So this game we had Sanu and we had really go out. Also, we got uh, Devontae Freeman going too. So yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, we're gonna get to Freeman later because y'all people on Twitter, y'all tripping, y'all, <laughs> y'all are disrespectful, different, different <laughs> ungrateful. Yeah. You know what? Selfish. No, no, no comment. <laughs> no comment. No comment. But I mean, just to focus on the positives, the offense is clicking. Like you said, Matt Ryan is playing at an MVP level, but unfortunately, due to our win count, yeah. which could be different if we had give us both starting safeties back, I think our win our win total changes significantly. Yeah. But then you know, exactly. it just is what it, it just is what it is right now for for the injuries uh, at this point. So can't can't do nothing about that. So uh, exactly. What was y'all's uh, issue with the announcers? Uh, I didn't really I, – I, for the most part, watched the games on mute or low, so I don't really listen to the commentary at all. So what, what was the issue with them? Were they uh, bringing up the Super Bowl or what now? No, Wait, wait, wait. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Julio Jones not scoring touchdowns. That's what it had. No, no. These dudes, these announcers, they would judge every single play. Like, that's not going to work. 
no, that's not going to work. Why are they doing that? That's stupid. And then when it's successful, they're like, oh my God, that was the best play ever. I knew that worked. Yeah, go, go Falcons or go Bucks. And it was like, what the fuck? Like, what's wrong with y'all? And then Bryant, when, when they brought uh, out Matt Bryant to make the fucking 58-yarder, he can't do that. He's 43. He's too old. His leg isn't that strong. That's stupid play call. We don't like that play calling. And then Matt, Ryan, Matt Bryant makes it. They're like, oh, my God, the best kicker ever. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> are you kidding? And they did that the entire fucking game. Mm. The entire game. It's like, aren't you supposed to be unbiased? Why are you judging – play calling like for both for both sides like what is happening i didn't understand like you're supposed to be unbiased you're supposed to comment on the game and yet all you're doing is criticizing both teams and what they're doing and then when they do it successfully you're like jacking off on the fucking tv screen (laughs) and be like yeah i knew it yes that is exactly how it was well due to hurricane michael um, I can watch the game live. My doggone um cable cords, cable wires, or whatever got ripped, got ripped to pieces by the hurricane. Dang. And I don't really turn the TV on unless I'm watching the game. To be honest with you, I'm not a TV person. I'm always busy. I got like two or three jobs, so I had to go back and watch it. But I didn't really pay attention to the commentary because I already knew who won. <laughs> So I was just going back, looking at plays, and looking at looking at how players played throughout the game. So, wow, yeah, it was awful. Even um um fucking what's uh Matt Bryant's wife? Because I tweeted like how disrespectful it was and how they were pissing me off. And Matt Bryant's wife commented and was like, "What did they say?" And I told her, and she's pissed. Like she was like, "Why would they even do that?" And she follows me now, so shout out to her. And I'm better than y'all because, you know, the goat kicker's wife follows me and she don't follow y'all. So, so there. Mm-hmm. Well, what I will say is, is that, and, and I, great kick by Matt Bryant, kudos to him. And I'm not one of the, the people who say, well, I guess there are cause, cause and effects of things. The play I want to focus on is the play before that play, mm. which was a – and, again, I, I didn't look at the all-22, like, about uh, fan shout to him, uh, who apparently was getting some heat in his mentions over some uh, comments about the Falcons. But uh, I, I didn't like that play call. If I if I can recollect, I believe it was a, some sort of toss inside run. It, it looked very weird. But I, I didn't like how they utilized Tim Coleman in that situation. Uh, we all know that Tevin Coleman is best utilized in the zone blocking scheme, getting to the outside, getting to the corner, getting to make one cut field. For a one-yard gain that we needed, I feel that would have been a better option because, again, he can go inside, he can go outside. If, if things collapse outside, he can most likely outrun at least one or two people to the edge and maybe dive for the pylon. And, and this is just me using my imagination. Or, in that situation, use the better inside runner, in my opinion, which is Edo Smith which a lot of people are championing for now. I've seen people say start Edo Smith. I've seen people on Twitter say that Edo Smith is the best running back we on the team, amongst other wild stuff y'all say. But, yeah, in that situation, I feel that personnel wasn't utilized the best, which put us in a situation to make our kicker maybe push the limits of his body, you know, to the brink. Because, again, he had the power, but he's not hes not a spring chicken. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's getting up there. He's a little long in the tooth. And those type of kicks aren't, you know, they're tough for young guys. And you, you're shredding out a, it was like 40, 40 year old kicker. Let's like say 40 year old kicker to 42, 42, I think. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. put all, he put all his leg up in that kick. Wow. Yeah. 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 So, and it, it took all of his leg because he is now injured also. So, Mm-mm-mm. yeah, that Sark, Sark has been doing well. I don't have, there hasn't been too much negative to say about him, but I mean, Again, I can't. I gotta keep that same energy. I can't nitpick everything, but I just feel like that play was. Ah, you they get, well, they got to get Matt Bryant closer because they already know Matt Bryant is already forty three years old. Get him in the forty yard line. Get him in the thirty five yard line. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the toss sweeps. Uh, earlier the toss sweeps would have happened for Tevin Coleman, 
Uh, he got outside on one of them plays, and he ran a pretty good ball. They just need to get uh, Matt Bryant within the 40. I think he'll be all right. Well, but in, in that situation is more desperation, though, because, again, if we don't kick that field goal, they could – They could have kicked the field goal to one pretty much. Yeah, so yeah, we were kind of in a uh, make or break. So we had to force that guy out there to kick super far. What was it 58 yard? Yeah, yarder? yeah, f- yeah 58 50. yards. Yeah, and for a 42 year old. Yeah. So yeah, that's we got we got to do better in that aspect. Uh, I know we made uh, old James Winston look like a superstar. Uh, I was listening to a Foul Fans podcast, and essentially what he said was, which. I don't know if Jameis just has our number, but essentially when Jameis plays the Falcons, he plays at a Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Hall of Fame level every time he plays us. This man hasn't played a game all season, strolls into the Mercedes-Benz Dome, and throws four touchdowns. Like, oh, just another day at the, at the job. He did have two awful, disgusting, ugly picks, which, one, I thought we were going to mess up by uh, people being greedy and everybody trying to attack the ball at the same time. I'm glad that somebody came out with it. But, yeah, we, we, we got to do better in that aspect. I know our defense is depleted, but this guy hasn't played ball all season. Like, he didn't like he had a, a speck of dust on him coming back in, playing his first regular season game of the year. So, th- that's a problem. Yeah, the Falcons are definitely known for making people be great that aren't supposed to be great. And uh, speaking about the toss sweep, I know everyone wanted us to cover that. Like, uh, Sark – you did way too many toss sweep plays that didn't go anywhere this game. Uh, can we just let that go? Like, it hasn't worked out. Our O-line is essentially trash. And it, it's, it's not working. It didn't work the whole game. I'm sure we could have gotten way more touchdowns if you didn't try to do a toss sweep on almost every fucking play. So. Yo. Yeah, well, on the toss sweeps, I think they kind of struggled on the toss sweeps. But for the offensive line completely, I think they did a pretty okay job from the Steelers game from T.J. White uh, lighting uh, Matt Ryan ass up last week. But I think they, I think they did a pretty all right job. You know what I'm saying? Just to get my, just to set Matt Matt Ryan upright. You know what I'm saying? I only think they had only one. Uh, one sack or two, one, probably like one sack, I think. On Matt Ryan, I believe. Yeah, yeah, they did. Um, they did keep him up this game, yeah. but um, someone, what's his name, Free Train Twenty Four, said the Falcons have the most expensive O line in the league and are ranked thirty first as a run blocking unit. Yep, that's true. So. That's we gotta wow. do better. Like y'all yeah. are getting paid too much too for much this money. shit. Ryan, Schrader, Ryan Ryan Schrader has regressed a lot. Like dude is just playing horrible this year. He's mm-hmm. been playing horrible. Wes, you know, we, we know what we expect out of Wes. Mac, I don't know what's going on with him. Matthews has been playing all right. Yeah. Matthews, Matthews and Brandon Fusco, they've been they've been holding their own. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what the the metrics were for that. Was it them not actually getting to their blocks, or is it you know the run game as well? Because it's it's a two, a two man uh two man show with running and blocking. So I have to read what was uh more the issue with that. But I mean the passing game is uh doing pretty well. It's pretty much what we've been leading on, like back in Matt Ryan's uh younger days. We were a pass first team. Uh, surprisingly, surprisingly, my favorite Falcons receiver. Justin Hardy had uh, seven targets and three catches, you know what I'm saying, what? after 33 yards. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's out here making a name for himself, so shout out to him. <laughs> uh, and that was mainly due to Calvin Ridley and Muhammad Sanu going down uh, after, fairly quickly in the game. They only had – Calvin Ridley had three receptions. Sanu had two. So kudos to them for coming in and keeping the ship, keeping the ship afloat and Julio Jones being Julio Jones being the monster he is, 10 receptions for 144 yards. No touchdowns, but you know, I don't. I'm not concerned about that. I'm not like the national media. I'm like the people on Twitter that are obsessed with Julio Jones getting touchdowns. All I yeah. got is touchdowns. I, oh, go ahead, go ahead. All I got to say, Nick, shit, Justin Hardy is gone. That's all I got to say. 
about it. <laughs> you know, hey man, be careful what you say about Hardy, man. Some people on here might lay you a Hardy hater. You know what I'm saying? You are a Hardy hater. He does He Hardy. he brings no value. He brings minimal value to the team. Minimal and value. That's still value. Duh. That's but somebody else could do what he does and more. Russell Gage you know is going to take his spot in it. Yeah, Russell Gage. Wow. Yeah, Russell Gage. Yeah. Russell so Gage is a great receiver. Yeah. Russell Gage is a great receiver. Like I, I they need to feature him more. They need to really I mean, feature him more in the uh, offense. Tell you the truth, they need to put Russell Gage at at least try him at punt return or something. Because Justin Hardy is trash at punt return. Trash. Beyond trash. Like we we oh complain we complain about Eric Weems, but like this is. At least Eric Weems Weems has one. He's no. He at least Eric Weems had returned once to the house at least once. Matter of fact, I think the last one he ran back was against Tampa Bay for us. I'm not mistaken for a touchdown. You know what I'm saying? I get it. He's a fair cash guy, but Hardy's just like, all right, I'm back here. He's a sucker. (laughs) I mean, like, and and that's and that's bad (laughs) on the Falcons personnel side because that's that's the best that we have. That's that's what we're accepting is just catching the ball, because apparently that's that's that must be what he's the best at is actually securing the catch, and that's a foul on the personnel department. Like you got to find somebody who can catch the ball and make a play, flip the field a little bit, just not be there. He's just a guy, you know what I'm saying? At this point, and I've been on this for a while. Like he, everybody claims he's this great receiver, he's he could be a number two on somebody else's team, but I I've, I've never seen it. I didn't say that. As as much as we hated <laughs> Harry Douglas, I've said this as well. He's not better than Harry Douglas. Point blank, period. Not even close. Not even close. I don't care. I know y'all, some of y'all are Harry Douglas haters, but Harry Douglas is well with selling cars too. right now at like CarMax <laughs> or something. Matt Ryan made him a uh, 1,000 yard receiver. And now he's exactly. selling used cars at CarMax. Oh, okay, man. well, that's that's better than what Justin Hardy will be doing after he's no longer with the Falcons. You know what? Yo, I saw Nick Williams is still getting run for the Titans. He actually just got cut, but he was he was still out there making moves. The third down guy, Nick Williams. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least he got like targets in meaningful meaningful time. The only reason the Hardy got targets is because two of the other guys went out. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. It it is what it is. But shout out to the offense for performing. Let's let's get to the uh, let's get to the the, the, the trash. <laughs> Let's talk about Devontae Freeman. No, oh, no, that's, that's not trash. That, that, that is what it is. So Devontae Freeman, as you guys have heard, he is going to the IR, which a lot of fans have wanted to see. Oh, uh, raggedy bitches, I hate y'all. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm talking so, to the Falcons, not the listeners. The well, some of, these, some of these listeners are the said raggedy people. I didn't say that. Years. I didn't say that. He said it. I'm not, I'm not editing it out either. Okay. Yeah, some of them are actually. A, a lot of y'all have been on this. Have been on this push. Like I said earlier, I've seen people tweet start Edo Smith. I've seen people say Edo Smith is the best running back on the team. I saw people caping for Coleman saying, "Oh, he should start. He's the best guy on the team, giving more carries." I've seen people say, cut Freeman, trade Freeman, release Freeman. He's costing us too much money. He's the finesse guy. Why is he on our team? Guys. Oh, the big thing this week or today, the last couple of days, has been the miss blocking the Super Bowl. I saw somebody tweet out, like, oh, if we'd have drafted Todd Gurley, we'd have, have a Super Bowl right now. I'm like, whatever crystal ball y'all have, let me know so I can play lottery since y'all know what happens or what would happen in the future for everything that you guys want to predict or what say. There's no way you can tell that. They're like, oh, if, if Free makes this block, we win the Super Bowl. Okay, Free could have made that block. Since we're going to play this revisions history game or the what-if game, Free could have made that block. Matt could have threw the pass. It could have got tipped and picked off. We don't know what was going to happen. We thought the game was over. We thought the game was over when it was 20 to 3. Right. We could have kept that lead too, and that didn't happen. So, yeah. get over it. Yeah. Yeah, that Matthew so, Golden t- put us ten yards back. So hey, it's a lot of things that happen. Or, or questionable play calling as well. So guys, if you're gonna nitpick again, Devontae Freeman, he he missed a block, and I have my my reasons for. That. I think that uh, I think it, well, I'm not gonna go there. I'll talk about that later. But he misses block. But again, you, you scrutinize him because his was an easy mistake to see. But again, keep that same energy. Nitpick every bad play and every decision. 
don't do it just because you're biased against Freeman because he's been nicked up and because he's injured and can't, you know, run the ball. You don't want him on the team. That that's not how this works. Julio Jones has been nicked up a good part of his career, and you'd be a fool to say to get him out of here. You know what I'm saying? Look, let, let's see what happens. If we can keep all three of the guys good, if we can get rid of one for value, that's fine. But there's some people thinking that we couldn't even get a fifth round pick for Freeman at this point. So if you can't get a fifth round for Freeman, who has scored 30 touchdowns in his career and had multiple 100-yard rushing games, at this point, what do you think you could get for Coleman? Or for, uh, yeah, Tevin Coleman. Well, let me tell you something right now. Devontae Freeman is the best running back on this team. Tell him, damn it. Okay. Right. He's the best. The he is the best running back on this team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he injured. He nicked up right now. You know what I'm saying? Signed up, what, $22 million guarantee. Uh, went to two Pro Bowls, a uh, multi-year, 1,000-yard rusher. Come on, man. Everybody gets injured. That's the name of the game. It's football. Everybody gets injured. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we just got to, you know what I'm saying? We just got to right the ship right now. We, uh, He'll probably be back at the end of this year. You know what I'm saying? You never know. But hopefully he can be back and uh, make some plays for the team. But right now, man, Edo Smith playing pretty good right now. But uh, he's not Devontae Freeman, man. He's not Devontae Freeman. Uh, Devontae, having, <laughs> Devontae Freeman has quickness, speed, agility. Uh, he can get up through that hole real quick when the offensive line playing good. But, you know what I'm saying, Devontae Freeman, he's the one of the best backs in this league. They was really comparing Devontae Freeman with uh, uh, Bell, Le'Veon Bell, uh, one of the reports. One of them years he had a 1,000-yard rushing year, and they were just comparing him to the big top dogs in the league. So, I mean, Freeman, my guy, I mean, and when he come back healthy – Will be good. No doubt. So Tevin Coleman, though, Tevin Coleman, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully we can bring him back too because we really need him to tell you the truth because we never know what Edo Smith's going to pan out to be, to tell you the truth. He had a couple of good games and a couple of good touchdowns, you know what I'm saying? But you never know how Edo Smith goes. Well, Coleman right now, the way Coleman playing right now, he's not going to get. He's not going to be a feature back on any team. Like, talk about um, it. Talk about it. Like, I had high hopes for him, but like the past few games and the stuff I've been seeing out of him, like, dude, you you're not a, you're not going to be a feature back on any team. Right. Like, your best bet, you you are a rotational piece in the running back in the running back scheme. Um, far as Devontae Freeman go, like I said this. Even like last year after the playoffs, I said that he should have had that surgery. He should have had the surgery that would have pretty much put him in the position to come back around this time this season. Because ACLs, you know, I don't. It takes a while. It all depends on type. Because Keanu Neal right now, he like he's healing up real good. But um, yeah. But with free. I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm not really concerned of his 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 knee. I'm more concerned of his concussions. Like right. that's that's the thing I'm worried about. And I'm all about you know what would be best because we are our window is closing and people don't realize that, especially if we don't get the right pieces, especially on defense. Neither we need some we need someone who can stay healthy. I, that's that's all I care about. Can you right. stay healthy, Edo? I don't know. You know, I see Edo's situation right now, how I saw Devontae Freeman's situation back in 2014 when we drafted uh, Free and Mike Smith done behind. They never want to give him the ball. <laughs> <laughs> he don't want to give him the ball. Like, who we, do we still have, what, Steven Jackson? Steven like, Jackson. Steven Jackson, uh, what, uh, what, averaging 0.5 yard a carry? Like, his fucking tiptoeing that he did before he would even make a move. Oh. Yeah, Mike Smith, like, oh man, like they're just stupid mistakes on his behind. But that's how I see it as right. I see 
you know, Edo season right now, similar to Freeman season back in 2014. You know, we don't really, we don't really know. We don't really know what who Edo is. We know he can, he can play, he can ball out, but you know, now he go, we really going to have to see more of him now because, you know, Coleman, you know, it's here and then, Coleman really doesn't. Coleman really is not going to get that many carries in a game, you know. Coleman really had to split with somebody else, mm-hmm. but I really do see. I really do see Edo having a, a good season though, just because he'll so, be out. So as it stands right now, Seven Coleman has let's see da, 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 da. this year how many attempts? Yeah. Wow, he has 71, 71 rushes, 260 yards, averaging 3.7 yards a carry, one rushing touchdown. And Edo Smith is sitting at, I believe, 32 carries for 102 yards, three touchdowns, averages 3.2 yards a carry. And Freeman, who has barely played any of the season, 14 attempts, 68 yards, averaging 4.9 yards a carry. So, I mean, Interesting. let's 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 chill with this whole narrative. I mean, even his whole career, uh, even last year, let's see what it says. He only averaged four yards of carry for Tevin Coleman. For Devontae Freeman, four point four. The year before that, four point eight. The year before that, four point zero. Like it, I get it. It's more is better. That's that's how I want to wrap this up. More is better. We can have. In our in our brains, have these guys and all be successful. Now the other thing is sick and tired of the people saying trade him. I'm saying like first, nobody's off, gonna trade for him. Like, it's not gonna happen. Him, if we're gonna trade possible. him, we're gonna we're gonna it's gonna hit our scalp. It's gonna hit our cap. We're really stuck with with free to 2020 without getting penalized. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's so true. he's not he Freeman's Freeman's not going anywhere. Like if anything, we can ask him. To restructure his contract, but he's not going to do that. These players want to get paid. Yeah, that's man from the pork and bean projects. He ain't, he ain't giving back no exactly. money. Yeah, he not giving back no money. No money. No money. So that, I wouldn't. Sure. I wouldn't it is. Hell yeah, nah. Hell nah. But yeah. the the other thing with Freeman, not to cut you off, Gib, but apparently this this Freeman being out, this 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 movement started by Josh, I believe. Of Whenever Freeman is out, the offense does better, scores 30 points a game. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a fact, though. Bro, I've seen, I seen an old girl from, uh, what's her name, Kelsey, the one Falcons tweeter person. She oh, was Falcons, say, Kelsey. Yeah, I'm like, man, yeah. I don't make this a thing. Y'all, people right. find anything to make anything a thing. Like, everything <laughs> doesn't have to be a thing. Like, I get it. That's cool. But we could argue that in, uh, let's see. We can argue that in games that Hardy has two receptions. Why something? you got to bring up Hardy? I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just I, got, I got one. I got one. I got one. I got one. I got a stat. I got a stat. When we do the throwback black uniforms, like we're about to do on fucking Monday, we lose almost every time. <laughs> So we gotta blame the uniform. Like, come on, okay. there's no correlation. It's stupid, Josh. Damn, we're gonna end up losing. I'm just saying, <laughs> it's true. It happens. Hey, you, I, I look, I'm helping you out. You try to miss my man Hardy, but let me get nah, my take. Out. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, we we can't we can't make everything a thing. You you can't tell me that regardless of the score, that because Freeman is out, the offense gets better. Like that's that that's not even logical. And again, that's kind of like the the run block. So there's got to be more too. I need to see more more you know data on what what the issue that is. But there's no way you're telling me that not having Devontae Freeman in the game makes us better. I'm sure there's other situations. Maybe the fact that our defense can't stop anybody and we have to go out there and score to win, which means we're probably passing a lot more. Maybe that's the case. But I, I, I'm almost sure without doing any research that there's zero correlation of freedom being out and us performing better. Like, I don't – that's ridiculous. That, that's absurd. So, but moving on, Vic Beasley. Oh, my God. Vic Beasley, where, where are thou? 
at, at this point, man, and I, I thought it was a hot take earlier in the season with somebody tweeting about him not coming back or not being brought back. I'm like, you know what? They've been hyping him up. You know, they're saying he's going to be back in his, his position and all that, all that jazz. But it ain't there, man. Like, the effort – and, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I know these guys work hard, but just from what I can see, it doesn't seem like he has that want to. He has the dog in him. No dog. To get it done. Uh, now, no. quietly, Tack has been quiet too. So I'm, 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 I'm gonna be fair. They both been quiet, but just no, no, watching. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, wa- no, watching okay. Tack play, that boy does not stop. Until the whistle blows. Exactly. Every single play, he gets knocked down and he's still running at full speed to attack whoever has the ball every single time. Okay. He hasn't made sacks or anything, but that is the only player on defense right now that is active that will keep going until the whistle blows. But even with even with Tex not getting the sack, he's still creating pressure. Pressure. Yes. Yeah. He's still every single time. Like Vic Beasley, like when he's trying to rush the pass, rush, you know, running um rush rush the passer, like it's like he throwing himself out of the doggone plate. Like he get pushed right out of the plate. The rodeo. I don't see so laid around out of the yeah, out he, of the screen. I'm like, yo, dog, where's Vic at? Somewhere in the back. He stops playing. Vic will stop. Once the ball is out of the QB's hand, he stops. He's like, okay, it's gone. And he's just staring at it, just like most of the defense, unless the ball is coming their way. The only player that's not doing that right now is Tack. Watch, watch the film. Vic uh, Beasley, man. Ugh. Vic, it seemed like Vic Beasley, he don't have that confidence in him like he used to have. Man, Vic Beasley was getting manhandled by his daddy, <laughs> by Devon. Uh, what is his name? Uh, Donovan, Donovan Smith, left tackle number 76. Last week game, uh, Vic Bees was getting manhandled, pushed to the ground, uh, pushed sideways, pushed forward. Vic Beasley, it seems like he always trying to use his speed, and he, he's not trying to use great technique, he's trying to uh, use his uh, speed as an advantage, but it, it's, it seems like it's not working for him. And then it seemed like they trying to switch things up and put Vic Beasley and Ted McKinley on the same side. It seemed like they can have more, uh, be more successful like that. That's what they probably need to start doing. No, no. When you do that, who go, who's, who's going to rush the other side? That's the problem. Uh, Jack Crawford. <laughs> yeah. Really? So he, him. he got a very awkward set. So got they put rest. Jack. Put Jack Crawford on one side, put Vic Beasley on one side, put Vic Beasley and Tech McKinley on one side. Make it work some kind of way. They got to switch it up some kind of way to get some pressure on that quarterback because Jameis Winston will lighten his ass up in the second half. No pressure. That's how they kept driving the ball up and down the field. No damn pressure. Nobody was covering the fucking middle like the whole game. Was uh, I the only one that noticed Campbell that? The Campbell, pit- Campbell kept getting his ass roasted by the now type by the uh, um Howard. Yeah, like, I mean he was in position. He just he was in position. He just made it like he jump from break. From break, he he's, he's break big. Break. He ain't gonna jump that high. <laughs> he like what two fifty or something, maybe more. Like he can't jump that high off the ground. Shit. He was man. in position. It's just a 50-50 ball that is. He right? need to he need to start eating his weeders at night. So I'm just waiting for God damn. Debo. I'm really waiting for Debo to come back. Like seriously. Oh, everybody Why, at this point trash. do you want to bring him by? Yes. It's it's so it's, it's I think it's actually week by week. And I, I think it's kind of like with the uh the Bucks firing Mike Smith. So like if we win, we keep winning and things start to uptick, I think they, they're gonna make the decision to bring him back, but if we're if we're out of playoff contention, I, I hate to say this, but th- there's no point. Like, why essentially rush him back to maybe even risk re-injuring himself? Exactly. Let yes, that sir. man get the full amount of time to recover, maybe a little bit more. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Just like let free. him recover, let Just him come like. back bigger and stronger than ever. We won't have any media attention. People will be down on us, and we can come and cook on the low and do what we need to do. Like, 
I know we don't want to waste seasonal fans think our window is closing. I, I don't think that quite yet, but I, I think we still have a, a good shot. We just have to, you know, maybe scheme better, strategize better, get, get some things worked up with the off-season program. I saw somebody talk about implementing a yoga program for the South Oh, yeah. With the injuries. <laughs> you got to do something. You know what I'm saying? Maybe change the, the color of the water bottles y'all are using. Something. Fire the strength and conditioning. I don't leave me. I don't know, man. Like, these guys Fire. are with the training. They're not with the training staff 24-7, like, who knows if they go home and do whatever they need to do or eat right or, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's one thing we're, we're never going to truly know. It could just be our time to get the entry, but it, it's happening. Like you said earlier, people get injured Damn, in the NFL. Damn, Adam Kaplan. Hey, man. <laughs> Let that man, that man live his best life block all the doctors. Yeah, because he blocked all, all of us. All of us. Every oh. single one of us. I didn't even oh, do nothing. Man. I, I did. Did I do? What did I say? Uh, I'm sure you said something offensive. Yeah, you did. All I, I said was, hey, this is the deleted tweet. I just, you know, somebody was looking for the tweet. I said, hey, this is the deleted Adam Kaplan tweet, and I got blocked. Uh-huh. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the club. It is what it is. So. <laughs> but this week we got the Giants. Uh, somebody tweeted, you know, they were alluding to the Falcons stopping Saquon Barkley, and I tweeted on Xbox or PS4 because – we all know damn well that's not going to happen. Ah, especially with Grady Jarrett out. Like, yeah. hello, he's going to run yeah. right up the middle, and Duke ain't going to do nothing. True ain't going to do nothing. Alfred ain't going to do nothing. Who else? Who is Richards? Get him off the team because he was man. complete garbage oh as well. Man, we need to like, play Julio Jones at safety, man. No. I'm trying. <laughs> Julio, Julio did, is did, already did. injury prone. We don't need him on the defense. <laughs> After that yeah. play with Richards, when uh, they're running back uh, from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Barber ran straight over Richards. I'm like, what in the hell's going on right here? Yeah. But, I mean, all along, I mean, that's crazy, man. But you cannot stop. You can't stop Barkley. You can only contain him. He's going to get his yards. I mean. We can only pray. We can only pray to God that Duke Riley be on his game. Be on his game. Man. Wow. <laughs> Alfred be on his game. That's the only way we're going to win. <laughs> That's the only way we're going to do it. Because, you know what? Maybe, maybe a miracle will occur, and you know, maybe we'll use reverse psychology on the team, and they bottle them up, shut them completely down. So, I don't know. Anything can happen, but. I wouldn't bet any money if that's going to happen. Let's do it like that. I'm not betting any 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 dollar amount. Dude. None. We're going to continue to argue. So, pretty much anybody who plays the Falcons, if you have them on your fantasy team, you're going to get points. Like I know this is going to sound terrible, but hey, man, you got to do what you got to do. I know uh, what two weeks ago we played the Saints. I definitely have Alvin Kamara on my team, and I picked up Big Watson and got mad points. So. Yeah, I had Breeze on my team. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like, Kamara gets me, like, 40 points a game for no reason. Shout out to whoever I played my uh, – I'm in a 14-team league with uh, – it's like a $200 buy-in. I played this one cat. I ain't had no tight end in the game. I ain't had no kicker because, like, I had uh, Olsen. He's on the IR, but I know he was playing, so – because he was not injured on the IR, I couldn't change any of my roster. I couldn't pick up any kickers, no defense. I couldn't move nobody on the thing. I was like, damn, I'm about to lose. Man, I ended up beating this dude by like 25 points because I had a Marquise, I had Marquise Goodwin. So oh, my, man. Yeah, my team is Matt Ryan, Marquise Goodwin, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and they got hurt. Like, Ridley got hurt early. Uh, yeah, Goodwin, Goodwin saved my ass. Big time. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, so Kamara's a beast, man. I yep. I underestimated Kamara because when I went to that Falcons, when I went to the Falcons and Saints game, oh my god, this nigga was lining the field up, man. I can his speed man. and agility is just off the charts, man. Yep, hometown hometown kid. I mean, I saw him play one really great game in Tennessee, but outside of that, I was like, eh, I've seen this from college running backs have a good game here and there, but. And Tennessee yeah, I guess got the, offensive line, so that's the re- reason why. 
Yeah, and I feel like they maximize his uh, his skill set as well. One thing that I don't think is always done in Atlanta, but I mean it is what it is. So, but we have any uh, we got any listener questions this week? Because I'm not gonna lie, you guys listen. Uh, mess with third grade nation report hashtag DVRN. Some of y'all's questions are terrible. I'm just gonna yeah. let y'all know that straight up. Set your question game up. Stop beating much of bombs. Like. Yeah, give us some good questions, not no stupid questions, especially when we don't have like any money and you're asking when we're gonna trade for um, Bell. Um, dude, we can barely afford. <laughs> well, why would we trade for Bell when Dino Smith's the, the best running back on the team? You know, <laughs> why? Why would we do something like that? So, but yeah, let's let's get to these questions as usual every week. I'm ready to go because I'm hungry. I got a firehouse sub waiting for me, so let's. Uh, I got much, you, man. Bro. I feel like cooking tonight, so we have to we have to. Shout out to the queen. Firehouse subs, I can do that. As far as questions go, we pretty much answered all of them. We're except not going to answer some of your questions. Except for the Eli Manning question. <laughs> what Eli Manning question? What is Eli going to do? Is he going to light fired. it up? Oh, man. Is he? He ain't going to be done next year. I mean, with this it's, defense, I mean, he could light it up. Well, he still, they still have Odell Beckham, so. Yeah. Even as bad as Eli is, if he gets it in his hands, as bad as we tackle, you know, a two-yard catch could turn to an 80-yard touchdown. So. Yeah. Yeah, it all depends on who covering him. Oh, man. I, I, I don't so this could, this could go either way. He could have a really right. good game or a really or, bad game. So exactly. Like, wouldn't bet no money know. on that either. Oh, man. Yep, because someone can't tackle no more and someone doesn't like to play fundamentals and when the ball's coming his way, he doesn't like to look up. He just likes to stare at the receiver and let them catch the ball instead of look it up. And that would be Alfred. And like yep. a panic. He's a big panicker, man. You're always panicking. Oh, no. The ball is coming. Oh, I'm finna You don't even man. look up to try to fucking block it or catch it. Nothing. And I'm gonna let catch the it. Problem with Alf- the problem with Alfred is he, he doesn't have his purse. He doesn't have his brain on the field. What I mean by that is he doesn't have Rico Allen out there telling him what he needs to do. Oh, man. And that's the problem. That's his daddy. That, that's, that's the problem. Smoked. We miss you so much. These so people much. are garbage without you. Definitely. Yeah. But, is that the only um, piece of question? Yeah, we just got one more thing we need to cover. Oh, Lord. So there was some drama on Twitter, and I had to dig to search for what started all oh, this. God. And surprisingly, it wasn't KB this time, Phil. So good for you. He's a fan. So, he's a he's a Rams fan, no. <laughs> so this guy, I don't even know how to say his name. He tweeted, <clears throat> I was frustrated with the Falcons leadership. I emailed the Thomas Dimitrov. He emailed oh, back and asked if he could call me. We spoke for nearly 40 minutes. He addressed every one of my concerns. Millions of Falcons fans and the GM chose to call a nobody like me. Best team ever. I saw that. Do you think that really happened? No, it didn't happen. Are you kidding? <laughs> TD don't care about us. He cares about making his billions and looking good and making sure his gray hairs died and he has oh, those man. new like tinted glasses. You think TD really gives a fuck about us? Ser- oh, seriously. Man. Really seriously. He doesn't. Yeah. Neither does yeah. Arthur Blank, if we're going to be honest. All they care about is profit. And that's fine. I'm fine with that. You know what I'm saying? Care, you know, have your profit, do all that, make your money. They do not give a fuck about us, especially a fool like this with fucking what two hundred something followers on Twitter. You you can't you can't email you can't email TD like you just you just can't. There is no way you can e- just email Thomas Dimitrov directly. You go through know. someone who sends it to someone higher up than them to send it someone higher up, just like a regular fucking job. You just can't email the president of the United States. You just can't email who is fucking garbage. You just can't and no. go vote, you motherfuckers. If you don't vote, I'm going to kick everybody's ass. You just can't email the president of a university. It always goes through a chain. So anyways, 
this started a shit ton of drama, starting with the Falcoholic DW mm. discussing this and everyone just going crazy. Well, oh, what are y'all's thoughts on this um, idiot doing this? Fake news. That's all I got. Fake news. I mean, it don't even sound true. That don't even sound true. It just that just like saying, uh, that just like saying you emailing uh President Barack Obama and he emailing you back and picks up the phone and has a forty cover forty exactly. minute cover with you. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, like I wish someone. One of y'all would like email us and then me pick up the phone and call you, have a 40 minute conversation. That's just not happening. <laughs> I'm not doing it. So damn sure Thomas Dimitrov ain't doing that. Yeah, but, nah. Yeah, that's all I got. But um yeah, that's 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 Matt Corn, but well, well, another week. Hope we win. No man. How you know what to say? Like I hope you win. Like that's that's the point I'm in. Like I hope you win the game. So must win. So Matter must fact, freaking win. I'm not even at the point where I hope we win. At whatever happens, I just don't want anybody else to get hurt. Let's let's go there. That's that's my wish because you know God. let's stay what, healthy. What do we gotta do besides jump Adam Kaplan? Like, did y'all not apologize mm-hmm. to those uh, churches that we had to tear down? No, it's what reports seven oh six for uh <laughs> Allegedly wanting to jump one Adam Kaplan, FBI, that's all her. I have no, no smoke. I'm good. I'm chilling. You haven't got me yet. I'm a real thug. I'm still surprised you haven't been blocked by the Falcons or a lot of these people. You be, you be acting the damn fool on time. I'm still <laughs> I've been blocked by people. Uh, Alfred blocked me a long time ago because I told him to stop getting. You were wild. wild. I looked up. I told him to stop getting past interferences, and then he blocked me. Like that's all I said. That's all I said originally, and they kept doing it. I believe I checked on this very podcast. I think you said you didn't look at every single tweet that I tweeted him. It's not my fault. He was getting past interferences. Okay, God, God bless. So. uh... Y'all got any shout outs before we close this out? So I eat my sub, damn it. Oh man. Uh shout out to uh he's another YouTuber, uh David in Atlanta. He also covered the Falcons. And uh yeah, man, shout out to him, man. And shout out to Atlanta Falcons. Shout out to Atlanta Falcons defense. I hope y'all I hope y'all act right. <laughs> man. So and we can become three and four if y'all at, if y'all get y'all heads right. Don, any shout outs? Yeah. Shout out to uh Mad Mike Sports. Shout out to Lieutenant Dan from um Unintentional Grounding, um providing us, you know, with film breakdown. I think he's gonna have some film breakdown on Julio and um uh, Matt Ryan coming out sometime this week. Yeah, definitely check out his shirts I cop one. I love it, red and black. I think this is his first thousand game, so I hope he had a good time. I still haven't made some new stadium. Uh, I will at some point, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. Might as well come on down in December, man. I'm, I'm going to the Card- uh, see them play the Cardinals. Yeah, I'm going to see, I'm gonna see what, what it's looking like. Uh, I got a sh- quick shout-out to one of my fellow August- Augustans. Augustians. Uh, I am from Augusta, Georgia. I rep the 706. No gift to try to hate, but whatever. PSA, Augusta, and Atlanta are not the same yeah, Augusta's tr- trash. For everybody outside not. of Georgia, it, they are two completely different places. Please do Augusta's your Augusta's garbage, just like a garbage dump. Augusta is the home of the, the Godfather's soul. Without James Brown, you don't get no Michael Jackson, you don't get no Chris. Any R&B singer you right now, they have to thank the city of Augusta and pay homage. Anywho, shout out to the homie uh, at underscore Rev Run. She tweeted out. Interning for the team you've been watching since you were old enough to recognize colors. Feels like a full circle moment. Is this or is that really a fit? Who knows? I got the position. Rise up. So shout the homie from Augusta, she got, a, she got a position with the Falcons. So uh, shout out to her. Shout out to her. So we, we all out here, you know, glowing up. If you want to see my terrible story, all right, from BSO, <laughs> you can check me out at uh, Black Sports Online. 
man, if y'all saw the, if y'all saw how bad I get roasted for some of the stuff that I write, man, it, it hurts my soul. So uh, yeah, definitely <laughs> right. putting yeah. people on there that got warrants just exposing Bruh, me man. on this page that got Tribbles uh, blocked. Shout out to you, Tribbles. I'm sure she. Yeah. I think she. Uh, I, I don't know what she said. She said she just. Made she said. It. She said. She said black sports online and like capitalized sports or whatever and they blocked her. Oh man. Whatever happened to Bree? Bree? What happened to Bree? What happened to I Canadian? I think she Bay? got suspended. Where's okay, Canadian so Bay at? Canadian I, Bay got suspended like a year ago. And yeah, then I mean, she, she came, came back. back and then, and then <laughs> Yeah, it's because Twitter like everyone who got suspended and then came back using the same like IP or whatever, they resuspended them forever. So Canadian Bay is on Instagram at the same fucking app. So y'all can follow her there. And she's on Snapchat as well. So follow her there. Bree is on there too. I'm pretty sure Bree got suspended after she was like threatening like Saints fans to come like jump them at the stadium. So that's what I think happened to her. Um, so shout out to Bree. Shout out to Nesquik Shay, Jack on Mac, Dream Chaser, uh, SB. Josh, Jalen, even though he don't love us like that no more. That's the homie. That's the homie. Shout to him. Yeah. Shout out to uh, everybody listening. We appreciate y'all for real. Kia, what's your t- what's your uh, Twitter handle? Lethal Sank underscore. But don't tweet Lethal. me nothing stupid. Cause I'll tweet <laughs> you back something that'll hurt Lethal. your feelings. Lethal Sank. I'm just getting, I'm just getting, like started on this Twitter thing. I have been like, media platform. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. like it. No questions asked. People be saying hilarious stuff. They hot, the hot takes. Yeah, the hot takes is real. Yeah, and put your YouTube on there so I can like retweet your shit. Yeah, what's All right, we'll close out. We'll do our, our ad exchange oh, yeah. plan. Shout out to the Dirt British Report, the unofficial podcast about Twitter. Yeah, sandwich time. Peace. Peace. Yo, peace out.